Well, okay. So what? Do you want to just talk about Elden Ring and get that out of the way? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, yes. I found like my favorite way to fight enemies now. Uh, and this is, again, this is how I play these games. It's not about being good at playing the game. It's just about finding ways to like trick the game into letting you do the things the game doesn't want you to do. And so I found like I've beaten a number of bosses now by like climbing up onto a tree and then shooting at them from the tree where they couldn't get to me. Like I killed a guy who I probably would not have been able to beat fairly. Uh, like some, it was like some, like one of the bosses that rides around on a horse at night. Uh-huh. And like, but like he was, he's running back and forth on this bridge. And I looked at the bridge and I'm like, Oh, there's this giant tree root that just like goes right up. It's like, I'll bet he can't get up this tree root on his horse. And uh, so I shot at him and then I jumped up and hit on the tree root. And he was very mad and kept riding his horse around below me. And he didn't even, like, try. He was just like, no, I'm going to stand right here and hate you from down here. And it was great. He couldn't reach me, and so I just threw rocks at him, basically, until he died. It was great. It was very satisfying. (laughs) Was it? Yes. (laughs) I mean, and the fact is, the game is not fair, right? Like, Uh everything about it, like, like, uh, you know, you'll you'll fight somebody like especially like if you're playing as a spellcaster, which is what I do, right? Like uh targeting people with magic in this game is garbage trash. It's like double trash. Uh you have to do the lock on in order to even cast a spell remotely towards someone. Um and then once you're locked on, you know, I really I hope you're using a spell that's got some kind of tracking on it because otherwise it's just not going to hit anybody that you know moves, which most of the monsters tend to do. Uh huh. Yeah, a lot of moving monsters. Yeah, they got like legs and shit. Like it's some kind of garbage cheat game. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then like there's also problems of like, you know, if you want to play where like you duck out from cover and then shoot and then duck back behind cover. Well, guess what? Like you've lost your target. So you have to jump out, find them, target them, retarget them, and then shoot and then jump back behind cover because you can't keep a target behind cover. But guess what? They can. So if they've got an ability that shoots over or let's be honest, through fucking walls, (laughs) they will Uh hit you with them and they can target you the entire time. Like. And with things and, you know, sometimes it's with things that like have ridiculously shorter range when the player uses them right that's like oh this thing flies like 17 miles now instead of like the three feet that it works does when i use it Mm -hmm. so yeah okay so it's not fair so i find ways to cheat that that's how i play the game (laughs) yeah playing things the right way is is imbalanced and so you decide to um figure out what what their weaknesses are <laughs> right like what is yes. what is your weakness and it's mostly pathing from the sounds of things yes that's the number one weakness is like oh i'm too big to fit through this tunnel so you can kill me by hiding in the tunnel and shooting at me and i'm too dumb to leave mm-hmm. or you know i got in a tree and you can't haha um 
I mean, there are some things that are like me using the game probably as designed, like I'm the one flying and you're not flying. And so I'll use a gravity spell that just pins them to the floor. And now I'm stabbing them in the face while they're on the ground. But yeah, most of the time it's the other way around where I'm the one that's flying somehow and, and shooting at them while they can't see me or get to me. Well, okay. The the other, the other one is they you know like leash distance. That's the other trick that you can use. So you like cast a couple spells and then just run until they get bored and turn around, and then you run up and stab them in the back. Oh, and they don't automatically regenerate health as soon as you. No, no, the health, their health, as far as I could tell, their health stays at the amount it is until you rest at a resting point that resets all the monsters. Like oh, I've had boss music end. Because I got so far away from the boss, and the boss was like, "Man, whatever, that guy's gone. I guess I won." And then I run back around and we're like, "Bam, bam, bam! More rocks in your face!" And it's like, "Oh shit, we're on!" And I'm like, "You're only at half health this time, Buster." <laughs> okay, well that that's better than some games. Like, I, did I ever show you that video of me in the ascent where, you know, in the ascent, all of the enemies, if they disengage, if they decided to disengage combat with you they would immediately regenerate their health and become invincible. And Yes, yes. And I, 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 so I have this video of a handful of guys that were just, they weren't off screen, but they would not target me because they would not engage in combat with me. And I could just shoot them indefinitely and never kill them because they, were, they never decided that I was the threat. Yeah. Well, and I, I've had that happen in other games too. It's very annoying where you're like, I'm a character that has to kite in order to win a fight, but oops, I kited you just a little too far. I stepped right out of your, and and it's like some of the games, it's like if you step out of a certain distance, right? It's not like, like they could, like they were like two feet away from me, right? But like, oh, I I stepped into the wrong zone and now they've got all their hit points back. I'm like, well, this is a garbage game. I'm not going to play you ever again. Yeah, it's like a threat uh, region and if you yeah. leave that, then they're like, I guess I'm invincible now. I've just regenerated all my health. So like that encounters. Yeah. But what? Yeah, I think the worst one is when the AI can decide to disengage and then regenerate their health, even though it's not based on your moving outside of the area, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I found with Elden Ring, first of all, I found I haven't really tested it because I haven't. Like I found no limit so far to the distance that you can pull an enemy as long as you keep poking at them to aggro them. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I have found no limit to that. I've definitely never encountered, like, a point where they, like, regenerated health. And like I well, said, like, I, I've, I've, I've done that cheese several times where I've, like, hit them a couple times and then just ran and hid until they got bored and then went back and hit them and just did that stick and move kind of strategy. I guess that's something. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't work in a lot of the boss fights because a lot of the boss fights take place in like an arena where they like wall you in by misting up the doors. Uh-huh. But but there are a lot of fights that I should not have been able to win that I did by using sneaky tactics. <laughs> okay. So, uh I will now decide that this is the time to stop talking about Elden Ring and we're just going to move on. (laughs) (laughs) Just talk about anything else.
Yeah, I uh, here's so I guess on the opposite end of the combat spectrum, I've been playing Bayonetta two. Do you remember that that game came out? <laughs> I don't remember. Um, it was probably like really early in the Switch release stuff because it's a Switch exclusive, I think. Or no, it was a cross gen. That's what it was. It was cross gen release with on Switch and Wii U. But uh, it was only for Switch, and that seems very bizarre. That like i'll be honest like so i never played it but bayonetta was one of the like three games i got for the one xbox i've ever owned Uh uh-huh i never played it i played a lot of cult sep saga and i played a tiny bit of uh x-men versus capcom or Mm -hmm. x-men versus or street fighter versus capcom or Capcom versus Marvel. That's what it was. Marvel versus Capcom 2. That was the one. <laughs> hey, they got so many verses, and I don't know. Uh-huh. Yeah, Marvel versus Capcom 2, Cult Sep Saga, and that. I think those were like the three games that I got for Xbox. It was a very, it was a very useful purchase, getting that Xbox. I'll tell you that. And you never... Was that a 360? Yes, it was a 360. I don't think I ever finished any game I got for Xbox, and I only played maybe, like I said, like one and a half worth. Of uh, and so you never played Bayonetta. That's interesting. No. Yeah, it's it's um, it is a Devil May Cry like, <laughs> I would say. Uh, it, yes, yeah, so that, that's that's why I got it because I was told it was going to be like that type of game. I was like, okay, that sounds interesting. But. Yeah, I played the first one on PS3 or whatever it was on. Uh, and then they made a second one and I had never played it. And at some point mentioned to a friend of mine that I had wanted to play it. And or I think he had. I had seen that he had it or something for Switch. And he's like, yeah, I had never played it. <laughs> so he bought it and he never played it. So kind of a theme. And then uh, I. Uh, I yeah, he just brought it over one day and was like, "Here you go," because he has a, a the cartridge, and so I started playing that, and it's um, man, you know, it is that um, it is not well. Is it as bad as a Kingdom Hearts game, story wise? Kind of. But the, again, like like a Kingdom Hearts game, like the gameplay is pretty fun. So it's you know, smash buttons, and they have this thing where like if you dodge an attack in the right window, you trigger a time slowdown. So like that, oh yeah. So that aspect of AC Valhalla, right? That feat you can get yes. where you dodge and slow down time. This is the first game I remember that being a thing was Bayonetta and they call it Witch Time and it became mm-hmm. kind of a staple Platinum Games uh dodge maneuver. And so um yeah, that's still that's still in the thing. Oh, Beautiful Joe I think had it too, didn't it? Didn't it? It had I think that was like one of the powers. 
I think Beautiful Joe had like it had like TV powers, right? Yeah. So like slow but, motion was one, and was there like a rewind too? I don't remember a, a rewind, but yeah, you could slow motion stuff and hit things really fast, and that would do like way more damage multiplier stuff whenever you were yeah. doing that. Yeah, it was like to stack a combo onto somebody or something. Yeah, and you could use that to like reflect projectiles and do crazy stuff. That was a wild game. But right. Uh, anyway, that game was made by Clover, and Clover ended up being disbanded or something, and turned some of those people made that made platinum games. And so there's gotcha. a lot of shared DNA between that those gameplay styles so that'd be interesting that beautiful joe is is what led to bayonetta yeah and uh and this metal is different Gears, than the metal Max. gear rising this... revengeance was also a pl- right. pro- platinum game okay well what about what about uh uh bullet time max Payne? huh oh that's just remedy it's a different okay but company. that's not a but that that doesn't qualify as like a a slow town time moment because you could use that to dodge too, right? Not just and yeah, shoot people. But you could use that to slow down time to dodge bullets and shoot people, but it it's not the same kind of uh, you don't really. It's it's more of a reaction time bonus than okay. it is a yeah damage increase combo. Bonus. Yeah, like like the stasis stuff in the ascent, I guess. It's kind of that same thing, right? Yeah, yeah. The stasis stuff is kind of a closer analogy to where it freezes them a little bit and you can do massive damage. Yeah. And then they explode. Uh-huh. Because that's what so, happens with, with time. Yeah. You slow down time enough, you explode. That's what time cop taught me. Right. Oh, no, wait. That's if you touch yourself back in time. If you touch yourself back in time... Uh, I think you melt into a meat heap and then kind of dissolve into a meat puddle. Yeah. So don't touch yourself. I think is what Time Cop was all about. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Uh, You could meet yourself, but not touch yourself. Somehow, like, that's the paradox, is the physical contact. Um. I wonder yeah. if it's only a problem. Well, I mean, it would probably only be a problem. Because you can only meet yourself at that point in time. You could only meet yourself in a time where you knew time travel existed. Right. So I guess when they first started the time travel time cop scenario, you you would potentially be able to go back in time and meet yourself from a time where you didn't know time travel worked. Right. Mm-hmm. So would that be the like paradox? Biff. Like Biff, yeah. Just imagine, like, like imagine, like a re-edit of of Back to the Future Two, where like Biff goes back in time to like give himself the almanac, but then when he slaps him for like say it make like a tree and get out of here, uh-huh. like they both just like melt into a meat pile via like time cup <laughs> rolls. Yeah, and then Marty's like, "Well, that was a freebie." <laughs> Yes. <laughs> oh, but then would he have to go back in time to a different point in time and try to convince old Biff to not touch young Biff, but also to give him the almanac? Wait, did he physically touch Biff? Or did he use his cane? And would that count? 
like his, the fist on the well, cane. Weren't they sitting in a car? They were yeah. sitting in Biff's car. Yeah. I don't know. Honestly, surely at some point, Biff touched Biff, right? <laughs> surely there was some kind of Biff on Biff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I I think he slapped him in the face. Slap? I don't know. It had to have been like knock him on the head, right? That was the whole thing. It was like knocking him. Oh yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Hello, hello, McFly. Anybody home? Yeah. yeah. There was probably there. Were, anyway, I'm just saying there was a Biff on Biff action going on. Somewhere. Yeah, I'll have to review the tapes. There probably was some Biff on Biff that I don't remember. Right. Um. But yeah, Bayonet is fun. It's fun. Although, yeah, the, the story is just incomprehensible because it's like vaguely, you know, like it has demons into angels and it's it's like this, but that they're but they're not right. They're like celestial interdimensional beings. And, and in two, they introduce a third creature or a third like. I guess, I don't know, dimension called chaos that's also a part of this. And I don't know. I don't understand anything. I just know. So is there is there also like going to be like a fourth dimension for order and you have to fight a bunch of neutrals and they're like, I am not really opinionated one way or the other. <laughs> Lousy neutrals. <laughs> you never know where they stand. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't know. Um, Right now, I you know, there's a little there's a little boy with dreadlocks, and he turns into a squirrel, and I he has amnesia for most of the game, but now I think you found out that he's evil, uh, and I, <laughs> he, he had amnesia until he remembered that he was evil. Yeah. Oh wait, no. There's two dreadlock boys, and I think one is evil, and I fought him in the past. Also, I did do time travel, and. Uh, I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's happening. Did you game. touch yourself in the past? Uh, no, I touched my mom. I'm pretty sure. And that's okay. Obviously, Marty McFly proved that, that was fine. Yeah. So. And so, yeah, this this game is like very. Um, I mean, you've seen the box art for Bayonetta. It's like very suggestive and like like pretty um i don't know i guess like s&m themed but not because it's like real torture that she does to enemies as like a finishing move that you can build up to uh-huh which is why i thought it was interesting that this character became a smash brothers hero i think it's just because nintendo pay either paid for the license i guess i don't know but I mean, publish the game. why is Bayonetta why in, in Nintendo? Yeah. Why, why yeah. is no? Why is Bayonetta in Smash Brothers? That's what I'm saying. Smash Smash Brothers is, you know, I thought a little bit more G to late early PG, like PG thirteen, or I mean, so, they put kind of the, I, Bayonetta is yeah. It, She's definitely not PG. Well, she might be PG, right? Because that's parental guidance or PG thirteen. She's PG. She's eighties PG thirteen is what she is. 
And then, uh, yeah, she's like on that edge of like weird science where it's definitely a lot of like sex content without any like, you know, actual nudity or anything. I thought there was, I thought there was nudity in weird science. Was there nudity in weird science? I mean, she was, she came out of the shower uh, at one point. Yeah, but she was in like a, she was in like underwear and a very like shortly cropped sweatshirt thing. Uh, I don't think there was actual. Well, let's see here. Weird science. It was PG-13. Thank you, Internet. I guess there wasn't any direct nudity. Uh, the the uh, hey, what's Working Girl? What's the rating on Working Girl? Because we watched that recently, and there's way more nudity than I was expecting in that movie. <laughs> and it's like gratuitous. It's like not even. Is it R? Uh, yeah, Working Girl was was rated R. Yes. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Was it Melanie Griffith or Sigourney Weaver? Sigourney Weaver, the one that was like topless in one of the scenes? Is that no, right? No, it was no. Uh, Melanie, Melanie Griffith. Melanie Okay. Yeah. And the scene she's topless in, or I, there's two, but one of them is she's just vacuuming Sigourney Weaver's apartment in the sort of like 80s get ready for the boss to come back montage. Mm-hmm. And that happened, and I was just like, "Well, why? Why is she?" And I turned to I turned <laughs> turned to my wife as we we're watching this together. I'm like, "Why is she naked vacuuming? That can't be good." I would. <laughs> it just seems unsafe. But yeah, there's, and then there's like, well, you don't want to wear loose fitting clothes while you're vacuuming. You don't want to get yeah. sucked up in the thing. There were a lot like vacuums were a lot more dangerous and powerful back then in the eighties. Yeah. So. Best, best, just vacuum naked. Mm, I don't think that's true. I don't. I still think that's not right. <laughs> but yeah, there was like, there's like, what is it? There's a scene where she walks in on Alec Baldwin and the lady he's having, I guess, yeah, having an affair with. Uh, and then there's a scene where Kevin Spacey plays a. Uh, plays a creeper if you can believe it yeah and and it's his small role where he just like turns on literally pornography in a uh in a limousine yeah you know what's funny is i feel like all the people that were in that movie like harrison ford joan cusack alec baldwin kevin spacey like melanie griffith who was the star of the movie is like the least famous one now of, yes. Of everybody that was in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. She kind of fell off the face of the earth, I think. <laughs> in the 90s? Yeah. Something happened there. Well, I'm I'm looking at a picture of her now because the cast, of course, came up when you look for the rating. And mm-hmm. she definitely had a lot of plastic surgery and it did not all go well. That might no. be part of it. I mean, that's what happened with Jennifer Grey, right? Like, she got a nose job. And then you were like, who the hell are you? And she's like, I'm Jennifer Grey. I remember there was a sitcom she was in. I don't know what the sitcom was called. Wasn't it called Jennifer Grey or something like that? I don't know. I just remember at the end of the first episode, she she had a little bit where she like 
stared at the camera and says, hi, everybody. I'm Jennifer Gray. You may not recognize me because I had a nose job. And we're all like, yes. you're correct, Jennifer Gray. We don't recognize you anymore. And now you don't get to be famous anymore. All you will be known for is Dirty Dancing and also Ferris Bueller's Day Off. And that's it. She was in a TV show called It's Like You Know, where she played Jennifer Gray slash Gwynifer. Was that it? It was in late 99, 2000. I feel like it was before that. I think uh, it was before that? I'm trying to find Yeah. It might have been that show, but I don't know. Because the she's not really in a lot of shows for very many episodes before that. So I think it was probably that. Yeah, it must have been that. But Yeah, but Snake's in, like, Solid Snake is in Metal Gear, not Metal Gear. Yeah, he, Smash he's Brothers. in Metal Gear. He's in Smash Brothers as well. And that's definitely not a PG-13 game. Yeah, but that's just violence. That can be in any video game. Sex, that's the dangerous stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's Japan. They have different ideas of you've, stuff. You've had, to get, you've had to get certification for games in Japan, and you know that sex is even more restricted in Japan. It depends on how you show it, right? So I think, so here's the thing. Bayonetta. I mean, like, it like there's like, is there kissing? Now, we've never had that. I don't think we've had to worry about that. Yeah. That what we have had to worry about is pixelated blurring. If you put if you put a mosaic filter on something, that's the dirtiest thing. And <laughs> it could, it could be a brand name, it could be on a bag of potato chips, but that's just filth. It could filth. it could be anything. You don't know what's <laughs> under there. And Japan is like, no, mosaic Obviously, filter Mosaic filter it's means it's it yeah it's some kind of it's some kind of disturbing sexual image that is just un, unreasonably grotesque behind there. You can't show that. I love um, that the implied the implied dirty is worse than like actually like like there's a penis and then later we have uh, some nipples that we put a mosaic. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You can't put a mosaic. Yeah. Over that, like penis, that's fine, but no mosaics. You can't put a mosaic over something. You could have. Here's what I th- I think you could have. Like, like almost all the boobs showed with with like pasties or something, right? Or like then, bubbles, like bubble bath bubbles. Yeah, bubble bath bubbles, right? And then a mosaic filter over the belly button, and they'd be like, "Holy crap, no, you can't do that. <laughs> that's that's over the line. You can't you can't show that." <laughs> what's in that belly button we don't know yeah yeah but that's how it is you know which i think uh what was it i think it was zelda like breath of the wild i think the if oh, you make really really bad food yes the failed like, food yeah and it shows the mosaic filter i was like hey wait a minute i don't think it's i i bet it's not mosaic filtered in japan <laughs> uh-huh uh, <laughs> right because that means you're eating a penis or something so definitely you're eating an entire plate of boobs yeah or whatever yeah <laughs> so yeah bayonet is fun it's it feels really long and i don't know how i don't know where i'm at 
in the game. I'm on like chapter like 15 or something like that. Um, so, but I have no clue if I'm, I don't, I don't know if I'm towards the end at all. I felt like mm-hmm. I should have been already, but <laughs> I don't know. Uh-huh. And I've unlocked these like weapons because you can get a bunch of, you've got, you start out with like the guns that she has on, that she holds and she has guns on her, on her high heeled shoes. Uh, and, uh, yet, you know, I get all these different weapons and I don't really know if I'm doing more damage or if they're just different combos I can do, you know? Uh Uh-huh. So it's not like there isn't the the enemies don't actually have hit points. They just die after you reach a certain level of style meter. I feel like that's how the mechanics of of Devil May Cry should have been. It's just like this enemy dies once you get to an A and this enemy dies once you get to an S. And that's it. That's all. That's that's how that's how the game works. That would be pretty great if it if the enemies, the enemies, you don't kill the enemies. You're not actually doing physical damage to them. What you're doing is you're making them swoon and give up, and so you just you have just, to impress them, or, you, or shame them, whatever. However, whatever works for them. But yeah. Oh yeah, if it's a boss fight, it's it it would be like like a dance off. Like they're trying to outdo you, so they've also got a style meter that's building, and then you've got to build your style meter better than they can build their style meter, and then that's how you defeat them. Is you like you're like out out dance you're dance fighting them. Well, I think we've just created a new game genre. So, well, I think that's what our Streets of Rouge game has to be now. Ah, uh, yes, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, but it's still called Slay. You still have to slay the enemy. Well, oh yeah, no, that's the S rank, right? Right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, we've just that's our TM. That's our. <laughs> Okay, mechanics. <laughs> patent pending, patent pending. Do you okay, do you want to talk about this uh I'll let you pick which one cuz I hate um most of the topics that you put in here for the news. <laughs> That's kind of why I put them in. Yeah. Uh, let's just just I I figure we have to talk about it at some point. I maybe we've already talked about it, but like but like I think it became like a prevalent thing with GDC recently. Oh, did it? Yes. Did, were they bringing that up? Oh yeah, yeah. There's people uh. walking around with like douchey T-shirts. Uh, so we've been dancing around it for a few minutes here, but it is like we're talking about NFTs uh, entering games, and uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I I brought it up a couple episodes back, I think, and we just. I think we both said they're awful. Let's not talk about them. Yeah. <laughs> but like it keeps coming back. So like there's there's that there's a card game that looks uh in my opinion suspiciously a lot a lot like uh uh Hearthstone, but it's it's its own card game that uh uh-huh. is like a free to play card game and uh they recently got bought by a cryptocurrency company. And so uh-huh. now everybody on Steam is like, fuck you guys. Cause like they, you know, they're like, oh, don't worry. 
nothing's going to change, but it's like, no, you, you assholes are going to be putting, bringing NFT cards in here and it's all going to go to shit and we uh-huh. hate you. And so like their, um, they were, their feedback, like for the entire like life of the thing was most, was like mostly positive. And within like uh-huh. a weekend or so, like the, the, the base rating dropped to mixed and the like, uh, the recent ratings dropped to overwhelmingly negative. Like everybody was just yeah. like piled on, like, no, we're going to like, we're going to like hate the shit out of you for, for eat, like for, for selling out to this company. The, the other, and that's yeah. fair. And, and the other, the other, like, I don't, I, I don't like review bombs as a, on principle uh, because I think it's, it's so, uh, usually it's so, of the moment and it's also like not indicative right it's like it's like twitter game, bullying right? right it's just like oh okay let's everybody hate on yeah. this person this week like there's something just a douche and just like you're not going to care about this in two weeks so fuck you for even like doing anything about it that's how, that's generally how i feel <laughs> yeah yeah but this is like something like people for people who've been like investing like lots of time and probably lots of money into it like it it is fully within uh-huh. their right to go back and say screw you guys right well but now they can earn while they play <laughs> so you read that white paper a little bit at least <laughs> i yes i i glanced over it and i but i also am aware of what people scamming other people into playing an nft right. game say yes uh yeah so the oh my god yeah so there was this it's a if you're really interested in looking it up it's a game uh as a supposed game that's trying to get investors called cross the ages uh it uses all of the buzzwords that are current of the time uh free to play meets play and earn it's like basically what you said there's uh-huh. uh nfts it's fantasy meets sci-fi it's got um it's a metaverse like pretty much all uh-huh. the uh douchebag buzzwords you can think of are packed into the description for this game. And uh I mean, we don't have to worry about this being a game. It's never going to come out. It's just a this is just I, like I said, I wish there was a German word for this, but like scam companies that use a bunch of buzzwords to get investors and then never produce anything. That's what this is. Right? Well, yeah, and and some of this is also. I mean, the the fun thing about NFT stuff, in gen, and specifically, is that since it's run by like crypto bros, is they uh, target people to uh, get in on the ground floor, right? But they're not on the ground floor. There's several levels below the ground floor or above it. Down, always it down, but. Whichever uh, direction shit rolls. Th- yeah, down. Well, yeah, if it's a pyramid, if it's a pyramid yeah, stream, yeah, it's yeah. it's down. Yeah. And so uh several 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 levels below the ground floor. And uh they just, you know, get people to inflate the value of the crypto that they are that the NFTs and stuff are attached to, right? So that that it as uh, people below them buy in and they get people below them to buy in and so on and so on and so on. The perceived value of the crypto goes up and then they just pull all their money out. Right. And they shut down the projects and it's all just a scam. It was all like, it was never meant to be a real right. project. And that, that's exactly what that, 
That's exactly what that game is. It's not, it's not meant to be a real, it's not ever going to be a real product. Like, yeah, obviously. And, and, uh, they also took collectible card game. Yeah. I mean, they're just pulling out all of the, uh, you know, everything. (laughs) Yeah. I was just wondering if that, if that, like that key art was even unique, <laughs> I, or if I know I was like, that was if I reverse image searched, if I would find the exact image and it's tied to somebody's DVD yeah, it looks to me like they know. stole. It, it almost to me looks like they they stole art like concept artwork from the Neon Dynasty Kamigawa uh, Magic the Gathering set that just came out uh, last like a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. Like it literally looks like it was taken from that from that card game set. I, I assume uh, that's when they came up with the idea for this product was when that game, when that uh, release of Magic was coming out or being announced, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we'll just we'll just take that concept of you know Asian samurai shit in the future, and that's our uh-huh. <laughs> that's our concept art." Yeah, I mean that. Oh man, this stuff just is maddening. Um, yeah, like like, and and like game company, like people who are like game executives, hear this stuff and they hear about you know cryptocurrency and the uh, the gambling slash stock market esque nature of it and they think oh that sounds like passive income Mm -hmm. you know i bet we could i bet we could do something there and you know put nfts in our games so that we are getting people to unknowingly you know mine cryptocurrency for us uh yeah i'll be i'll be honest like i part of me like just really wants a big game company to do it to just bite the bullet and do it like um (laughs) <laughs> like my joke was like like if you make Pokemon block and Pokemon chain, right? And all the all the Pokemon you uh-huh. catch are NFTs. But like something like that. Like I, I want like a the- big game to do it because then it will have enough attention that like you know, you're like Germany and Japan and Australia would be like, no, this is gambling. And they put like such a ban on that stuff that nobody can do it in America either. Yeah, I mean, it would be good for for it would be good for a country to block it as right to make and it. And the thing is, right. if you make it illegal, like at the game level, then legislators would be like, "Oh, hey, if games ma- if we made it illegal for video games, then like all that stupid monkey art and all that other shit, and just crypto and currency in general, like, why are we letting anybody do this? You know, it's all just a, it's all just a gambling scheme. Yeah, that you know." In states that don't allow gambling. Well, the thing is, the I mean, the reason it isn't illegal is because so many rich people are running the scams, right? So, <laughs> so it's all of these, you know, all of these people who, uh, you know, were they're already millionaires because of other gambling like the stock market, and they're just like, yeah, but what if our investment was nothing? And the speculation was it can always go up, and <laughs> then then we just get more and more people to like put money into the system. Uh huh. You know, uh, 
yeah, it's uh, it's just ridiculous. And 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 they they also like, oh, geez, the 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 really stupid thing about NFTs as a concept for video games is the stuff that they purport is like, oh, it's you know, it's unique and it's resellable and you can you know and they totally gloss over the fact that it's like very expensive to mint an nft because you have to pay money to like insert it into the blockchain and you have to pay money in cryptocurrency to transfer uh to like add your transfer to like to make a transfer legitimate right because then that that also has to get added to the blockchain and to do the authentication of all that stuff costs a lot of resources. And so you have to pay that difference to like in the cryptocurrency to make that transaction stuff happen. So there's overhead to just these things existing. Whereas with a, you know, database that doesn't happen with a like company controlled database where it's like, here's your items on your account that has existed for decades and there's no reason to change how this functions it's the free like it only costs security what about security you know somebody you want to be hacking or or cloning your like your like team fortress hat well they won't they may not be able to clone it but they can hack it because it's very easy apparently to hack somebody's nft wallets and just get them to accident you can so you can with an nft wallet if you know who has i mean it's as simple as getting their email like how to get to i mean it's not even so you just have to know like what their wallet address is and you can insert something in there you can just add something and so there's there was a scam there's these scams where people will like because an nft is a an address on the blockchain that points to arbitrary code, right? So in most cases, it's just mm-hmm. a URL, right? And so with those those dumbass like ape JPEGs, it is a you are it is a URL on the blockchain. And so what you have is you have a a receipt with a URL baked into it. So if that hosting for the URL yeah, goes you, down, lost it forever. Yeah. You have nothing. Yeah. <laughs> And so, and, and so the people inject, you know, point to either a different website or something and, or they inject their own code into this and put it in somebody's wallet. And then when they look at their wallet and they activate that thing to like view it, then it runs the code and it transfers everything in their wallet to somebody else's wallet. And so they just steal all of their NFT, like all their crypto stuff is gone. That's how secure right. NFTs are. <laughs> and so I, mean, I would I, I much least, rather I, I at least have to answer have a text my message for, for somebody to take my like, wow, gear. <laughs> yeah, right. So, uh, yeah, it, it is not it is, in fact, less secure because they have less control as a company over how that stuff is stored and where it's stored because then right. it's publicly and like, available. At, at least with like right. a, a game a game database, like they can see that the transfer occurred or something and and like restore the account. Like they yeah. have backups. There's backups. That's the other thing. Yeah. 
Like, and like, that's, a, like a, 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 yeah, a, there's a no backup of the blockchain. Cord gets unplugged somewhere. Like everybody loses everything. Like, right? Like, there, there, there have been situations where uh, major, like the really rich people who are on, you know, like Ethereum stuff, uh, got hacked, and that basically cr- they can't because if they roll back right to before that transaction. They're potentially rolling back millions of transactions. And so they end up, what they had to do was they basically forked Ethereum into Ethereum and Ethereum Classic. So there's now two different blockchains for the same, technically the same currency, but they're different currencies because now they exist in a pre and post fork period of time where they tried to restore that guy's transactions. Uh. Well, I'd rather be pre-fork than post-fork. So you can't like, I guess. Yeah. So, so they can't, um, they can't just refund your NFT if it does get hacked out of your account. (laughs) It's stupid, and it solves. Yeah, it solves nothing, and it just introduces complexity, energy, and other forms of cost. Yeah, I mean, I was wrapping that into the term complexity. Yeah. Like the 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 amount of overhead and cost involved with up keeping up with that stuff is astronomical and it it's worthless. And and like I've seen people who are just like, "Oh yeah, but if I bought a if I bought a character in Fortnite, I could load that character into this other game." And it's like, "Why yeah. do you think you could do well, that?" First of all, like Oh yeah, good luck getting like, I mean, it, unless it's Smash Bros. or Kingdom Hearts, like, you're gonna have a really hard time getting, uh, you know, like Nintendo and PlayStation and Xbox to all like play friendly together. Not to mention just like EA or some other, you know, like, you're not gonna be able to like get an Ubisoft character yeah. and then go load it up into Call of Duty, right? Like, it's just not gonna happen. Right. Like, there has to be. It takes a lot of business deals and like backdoor dealings and stuff to get one company to allow another company to use some of their intellectual property for a given period of time. Like Fortnite includes a lot of random crap, right? And they pay developers a lot of money to one. If it's an art asset, they make it on their own to include it in the game, but then they pay the intellectual property holder a lot of money to say, now we can use this in our game. And it's cross-promotional, right? But you have to pay for it in their game. And that asset doesn't work in the other person's game, right? That's already there. And here's the other thing. Like, you're never going to get a company to say, you bought that from somebody else? We'll give you a free thing. (laughs) It's, it's, you bought that from somebody else? Fun. Here's how much that's it costs like, on our that's store. Like buying a, that's like buying a soda at Taco Bell and then walking into McDonald's and hoping to get a free refill. It's like, no, hey, bitch, that doesn't work this way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not. Uh. So anyway, all of that stuff, all for all of those reasons. NFTs are a bad idea and are a terrible idea for gaming. Yeah. I'm sure. Well, but, but fortunately, from so, what we've seen so far. The gaming industry has a wholly like the gaming community has wholly like rejected and barfed on the idea of 
something at least. Yeah, there, there's really been like, um, I want to say Ubisoft and and EA are the only, or maybe 2K are the only people who have like promoted anything associated with NFTs that are like real game companies. And that's just some right. random startup. So uh, they have also been shouted down by the by the the players quite a bit to which i think the ubisoft's response was uh they just don't get it <laughs> right <laughs> so you know whatever in other like great co-marketing um ideas did you see the edible gummies <laughs> no. that mike tyson is selling is it is Mike Tyson ear hot gummies? That's just uh so ridiculous. Do the ear like so? The picture like the ears already have a bite out of them. So is that like Mike Tyson personally takes a bite out of every pot gummy that goes into his packaging? Are are they pre bit? Are they just taking a bite out of it to show you well, like ah oh, he he bit that guy's ear? Okay, so. Yes. It's just big it's just him making a making a branding a branded a Mike Tyson branded gummy about <laughs> yes, that. But time I'm like, like if you look at the picture of them, the all the ears have, have little bites. Like is that part of the product? Like yeah, there's they come, little bites. I, I mean, I guess that's so they all come pre bit. Okay. So you just yeah. get the rest of the ear. That's part of the br- Yeah, it's like do you that's what I'm saying. You get the rest of the ear. Yeah, well, you and get Mike most Tyson of gets the a ear. bite out of every every. Yeah, yeah. He's like, Are you I got saying Daddy gets a taste on these Mike Tyson and ears. He like, takes a little, personally, like bites out of every ear. Like that's, I would buy it. I would buy a bag of ear gummies if Mike Tyson definitely bit each one of. Them. Yeah, yeah. Knowing <laughs> that they had a little bit of Mike Tyson it's a in there, a little bit of Tyson in every bite. But now I'm wondering because Bite Tyson sounds like pretty. Did good, you say but Bite I guess Tyson? Mike bites is what they went. Bite with Tyson. On oh, Mike. Mike bites. Mm. Bite Tyson. Oh wait, they're called Tyson's yeah, or Tyson Mike bites. Hold on. Did I have not actually read this article before? Um, it reads that Evander Holyfield was on board with it. So yeah, I guess. I guess Evander Holyfield, who was the guy who got his ear bitten, also partnered with Mike Tyson to make this ear pot br- pot gummy thing, <laughs> which is even better. The fact, the fact that Mike Tyson was just like, I got an idea. I got, <laughs> I got an idea for a set of gummies. And it's all about how I bit your ear that one time. And then Evander Holyfield goes, yeah, so, I mean, it sounds great. <laughs> Your Evander Holyfield impression, way better than your Mike Tyson impression, by the way. Yeah. What's, what many people don't know is that Evander Holyfield and I sound remarkably similar. Right. Yes. And so it's just it just comes naturally. Although I, I feel like they could have been a little bit more flesh colored. Maybe that's just that flavor. What is that flavor? Like teriyaki or something? <laughs> I don't know. I love this quote. Cannabis has always played an important role in my life. Really? 
Okay. <laughs> it's changed him for the good, both mentally and physically. Yeah. According to Mike Tyson himself. This is from the same guy who is also quoted as saying, I will eat your children. So. Right. Right. Well, still, it's still it's a better than an NFT because you get an actual product. Yeah, you get a real thing. And, you know, who's to say? It might taste, they might taste good. They might, you know. They might be horrible, but. I hope you relax. They'll definitely get you high, yeah. at least. I guess we probably should figure yeah. out if they are, like. Because, you know, there's cannabis products that don't actually have the THC or whatever. And so it's just like, mm-hmm. what does it taste like? Does it just taste like bad, like, grass-flavored stuff? Or, you know? Uh-huh. Just tastes like skunk garbage. Yeah, it's like, why am I eating this? Uh, it's because I'm a college student and I didn't know any better. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. Uh, now, now I want to have some other celebrity, like, violence-related, you know, crossover projects. <laughs> Oh, like for some, maybe some sort of pairing where it's a, it's a gummy hand <laughs> that slapped Chris Rock in the face. <laughs> yes. Will's Fruit Smacks. Uh-huh. Oh, man. What are other, what, what are other celebrity violence things you were, did you have anything <laughs> that came to mind beyond that? Or <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, you know, uh. Caitlyn Jenner committed vehicular manslaughter, so there's that. Uh, well, yeah, I guess. it's With what kind of car, though? I don't know. I'm assuming a convertible. Oh, you could get a Tanya Harding, Nancy Kerrigan yeah. job. You, know. uh, you get something OJ-related, OJ Simpson. Now, if he can get a cross-brand with isotoners, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, see, there's plenty of options to choose from. Yeah, I guess there is just a lot more celebrity violence some, than I was willing some, to think about. Uh, Courtney loves shotgun gummies. Uh, shot gummies. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's pretty dark. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's the most horrible one I can think of. <laughs> yeah, I think... I think that one takes the cake. I can't. Oh, no. Well, I guess it. Mm. I I just went back to the 90s again, and I guess that's where a lot of these are coming from. But I thought of Lorena Bobbitt, but then I thought she's not a celebrity. She's only a celebrity because right. of the that's what I, That's where I was going, too. I was like, JonBenet Candies. But uh, that, again, also... <laughs> <laughs> Now, they never proved anything, right? Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> we gotta we gotta clear that up because maybe a lawyer will listen to this one day. <laughs> we didn't accuse anyone of anything. We were just throwing out candy ideas. We're just offering uh, you know delicious opportunities. Yes. <laughs> just like an NFT. A delicious opportunity. Well, you can't taste that. <laughs> Right. Can we call them NFPs? I want to call them NFPs for not a fucking product. Um. Okay. So we are about an hour. 
I feel like we can. I feel like this is only going to go what one of two ways. We're either going to keep trying to think of terrible foods, celebrity foods, mm-hmm. or one of us is going to do an even worse celebrity impression. <laughs> uh, I think it's going to be the second one. No, no, it's going to be the first. Oh, wasn't there wasn't there a thing about Boy George like beating a dude? half to death with a length of chain tied to a I don't radiator. know about that one. You remember that? No. You haven't heard of that one? Oh, well, I'll have to see if I can find that one. I, I hope that's real. I, that sounds wrong <laughs> for me to say. I hope that's real. But you know what I mean. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah. I wasn't me saying, I hope some poor person got beat to death by a length of chain while tied to a radiator by Boy George. That's some people are I into mean. that. I mean, that's how it starts, right? Well, no, it definitely doesn't start with that. You work your way up to that. Uh, No, I, I, yes, but I was, um, surely there's some kind of R. Kelly, like, you know, like those Gushers fruit Uh snacks, something, something along those lines. Okay. So yeah, I did find an article where a former male escort was chained to a radiator and beaten by Boy George. So that's a real thing. Okay. So then there's, you know. (laughs) <laughs> little radiators i don't know how you tie that into yeah that 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 let's just call them <laughs> culture clubs yes but <laughs> that's what you use to beat people with is the culture club yeah culture club crackers mm. so put a little uh asiago on there <laughs> fancy cheese got more than two syllables well yeah <laughs> you're putting What's a cheese? <laughs> yes. You say more than two syllables? <laughs> was, now I'm just like running through cheeses and I'm like, brie is one syllable, cheddar is two syllables. Mozzarella doesn't seem yeah, that fancy. That's, but that's one, one of the, those exceptions to the rule. You think Parmesan is a fancy cheese? Uh, kind of. I mean, it's ones that like waiters like ration you. And so, you know, it's like. It's <laughs> well, like, it depends on where you go. I guess if you go to a fancy place and they got the whole yeah, Raiders scenario. Yeah, if, if you're talking going, like the ones that's like, like are on the table at a Chuck E. Cheese, like that's mostly sawdust. That's not that's not even cheese at that <laughs> point. Yes, that's like that's like it's, scrapings it's like, from a pet like egg. Sawdust, is what that is like breadcrumbs sweepings and and like one percent cheese, like dehydrated Parmesan. But that's the thing. It's <clears throat> yeah, it might have been cheese. It might have been cheese back in the 70s when they made yeah. it and then put it on the table, but yeah. nobody's used it since then. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's fossilized cheese is what it is. It's, it's all turned into some kind of carbon remnant is what it is. All right. You want to wrap right, this up? Yeah. What do we... Uh, I'm going to say Biff on Biff because, yeah, because anything else that we come yeah. up with, people will have stopped listening by that point. Yeah. Okay, Biff on Biff it is. <laughs>